I did it last week with the whole thing. It's just, you know, pick up where you want to pick off. There's going to be a part where it's like, oh, yeah, we'll start here, whatever the fuck. It's fine. Just keep it fluid, keep it natural, keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. So how are you? Still half asleep. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. It's a good way to start things. Half asleep. As you can see, I am not even anywhere near. I'm under a blanket. <laughs> snuggling. My hair's not oh. done. It's Didn't cold. The shower. Bro. I fuck it. I woke up and my bed was nice and warm. I was like, maybe he won't text me. And then he texted me. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry. No, it's fine. It's just one of those things. Bed's Ooh. only comfy when you gotta get up. Pretty much. I hate that. When you gotta take a piss and you get up, but it's like mm-hmm. you, you stick your arm out and you're like, "Ooh, no, fuck that!" You stick it right back. In. You just pee the bed, and it's blame. really warm yeah. until it's well, not. Blame it on your like, dog, uh, Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, she she peed once in bed. Did she? Yeah, was not a happy camper. I don't even know what we're doing the episode on. Last of Us. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, you don't think we could get a mild review on, on that? Just going to say, because I'm going to watch it. We're going to do episode by episode, I feel like. That was really good, honestly. I, I called Sam and I told him to watch it. I was pleasantly surprised. Is- right? For once, I mean, so far, only one episode in, but so far, a video game show, or maybe just video game media that isn't a video game, didn't yeah. turn out to be dog shit. Like, absolute total girl, uh, dog shit. So that's good. The only other thing I could think of would maybe be Tomb Raider. They did, a, they did a, I know they did like a, a different movie. Because I don't have like the. I didn't see it. I'm talking about the Angelina Jolie one. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, I was a fucking child, bro. Come on, man. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is kind of an easy formula. Hot chick, zippity doo dah through temples and shit. That's about it. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I guess I could see that they weren't they weren't horrifically bad movies, but they weren't like. Yeah, I they just seen them. they just used the Tomb Raider name as like a platform. Yeah. You know what I mean to do yeah, like it could an be. actually action movie. Could could have been anybody. Yeah, or just like uh, try to make up a name, but I'm stupid. So, but I haven't seen them in so long, so they might not hold up. So I don't know if I want to stand by. <laughs> by some tw- shit, it's fucking old, right? She came out in the early 2000s, right? Yeah, that's when she was like in the middle of her actiony adventure phase. Yeah, but back when it was still socially acceptable to you know have her as like a a wet dream person, you know. Yeah. Now she's just like, yeah, no, she's too socially active. Now she probably wouldn't look. She'd look down on that. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I think I died with Transformers with Megan Fox. Whole what dream thing? Yeah. But but I'm trying to think the other good movie would be like the first two Resident Evils. Because they were still kind of in the game shit. Okay. Yeah. They're, um, I, I didn't end up watching it, so I really can't put a, a fair. Oh, no, sorry. I'm very not respected. Didn't have to gotta turn that off. Um, what's it called? They're, um, fuck. Uncharted. That was the, uh, I didn't watch it. Oh, uh, I did I not saw, watch it. Didn't play the game, so I can't tell. I like the, whatever's in it, the spider, the fucking Spider Man kid. Tom Holland. Yeah, he's a good actor. And they had a, Marky Mark in it, so yeah, wasn't yeah. big on that casting choices because I played all the game. Well, not I didn't play Lost Legacy or the one that was for like PSP or something like that. So those are the two I didn't yeah. play. But the main like Uncharted one through four, I played. I loved them all, and like it's one of one of my favorite franchises. And when I saw the shit that they were doing in it, I was like, okay, they're taking this scene from that game they're taking this scene from the other one and they're doing this i didn't like marky mark as sully a lot of things but my buddy from work he saw it and i know that's like a fucking excuse like oh someone else saw it as a proxy but he saw it and he was like don't watch it he's gonna piss you off because he knows because like we talk all the time about movies and shit so he even knew he was like don't watch it you're gonna get upset just you'll be fine i'm like okay cool thank you i, I figured it was gonna be some of it good. is really stupid like the action scenes but then I like I said, I don't know what's in the game or not, so I don't know if it's like it's like if you watch Max Is there a Max Payne movie? There probably yes, is. Yes. Marky Mark did a Max Payne movie with Mila Kunis. Ha! Both now we're we're both. <laughs> uh that sounds really shitty. Marky what? Mark is Max Payne. Oh yeah, it was horrible. It was goddamn awful. Oh. Well, that just proved my point, I guess. So, say if you take scenes from that from the game, it's probably gonna look really fucking stupid in a fucking movie, if it's not shittily. But yeah, that Assassin's Creed they tried. I know Japan does that a lot with anime that we don't hear about. Like they make their own movies, but you know, it's like when we made Death Note for oh Netflix made it, and you know Netflix that was right when they started like. What if we made everybody gay? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Because they even the main character, they made him white. I'm like, dude, you could have picked an Asian. Like, he didn't have to be Japanese. But it's set in Seattle. I'm like, there's a lot, like, a huge Asian community all along the fucking West Coast, dude. Yep. And then they named him, uh, oh, my God, what's Light's last name? I don't remember his Japanese last name. But... The American why they call him Light Turner. I'm like, good Blah. God. Blah. No, thank you. No fucking thank you. They ruined it. Because Dylan and I both tried watching. I, dude, it sucked because they had Willem Dafoe doing it. I know. Voice. It's such potential, but no. He's, oh my God. Doing the voice with Ryuk, and it fit so good. I was like, damn. It's a shame. All right, so let's get into last one. So we, I played the game. I played number one. I didn't play two. You did not play at all, but you know, like, the story beats and you know, like, how, well, you don't know all the story. You just know, like, okay, she's infected, but she's, like, not going to turn. And what's it called? And he lost his daughter. So you know, like, a little bit of the 
And the she's preface gay. Of it. That was later on. Yeah, that was them too. They did like a whole thing about that. They they didn't really focus on her sexuality in the first one because she was like what thirteen. So, but then they did DLC, which like kind of made her experimenting with that because she had a friend that she like escaped the academy thing with or something. I don't know if it was the same thing because in the show they were talking about like she was like in the military academy. I didn't play the DLC because I I think it came out. Yeah, no, I wasn't doing PS3 DLC stuff, so. Yeah, I had already moved on to a different thing when that came out, but, you know, so maybe I'm not the best person to get into when it comes to like, oh, well, do you know all the lore? I'm like, I know most of it. I played the game like three times, so it was really good, so. I thought it was honestly, like I said, surprisingly good. I know the whole time we kept talking about Fallout because it, it really got that apocalypse vibe down yeah as soon as we saw that first scene of that after the 20 years later title card dropped mm-hmm. and we saw the foliage and we saw the you were talking about how the, the when the gates open you're like imagine that being a vault i was like yes like they really did nail a fallouty vibe so if whoever did the show which was hopefully fallout's gonna be okay but it's amazon so who the hell knows yeah i don't know they're gonna they're gonna make vault tech the good guys Ugh. Some shit like that. Some, Ugh. Some yeah. Side with, the, side with the corporate greed. You know yeah. you want to, baby. It's like, oh, fuck off. No. But, you know, it, it was it was really good. For a first episode, I was telling you how I feel like they should have gotten Jamie Lannister to play um, in this one as Joel. I thought that would have been a really good one, but... Pedro Pascal, of course, he, he knocked out of the park again. He's uh, got a really good, got a very good Joel vibe that I didn't think he would get. But, you know, seeing the pictures and seeing his mannerisms, I was like, all right, it, it, it could work. Yeah, he's got that sassy old man shit down. Yeah, I do miss, though, Troy Baker's very deep, very Southern accent when he did for Joel. I do miss that, but I feel like... The girl they got for Ellie, little Leanna Mormont from Game of Thrones as well. Like they just were like, all right, we gotta repurpose some actors here, fucking. So I don't but she her. did good. I think she did good. Yeah, it took me a little bit at first to like warm up to the idea of it, but then when I saw her in action, I was like, Okay, she's not bad. This could do. Uh I thought for what the I know the character, like she's supposed to kind of be that sassy fucking kid. Mm-hmm. Like what Siri is. And they did that really well. They actually portrayed it. You know, first season of uh, The Witcher, she was just kind of a dead fish the whole time. Because they don't, they don't understand the characters. But this one, they felt like they had a grasp of everything. Like, Joel was good. Like, like I said, I haven't played the game. But the only thing, like, there's little things that were like, where are they getting batteries or... For this little shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, and gasoline. gasoline. If yeah. the, that my whole thing, because you know, gas has a shelf life. Body armor has a shelf life. You know, where they're doing all this stuff, and I'm like, that shouldn't. She's wearing the Kevlar vest, and we getting that that guard at the at the gate. I was like, those yeah. things shouldn't be that effective anymore, because because what's especially I guess zombies either. Like that's just yeah, right. Weight that you're wearing for because uh, what is it? Level three body armor only lasts for like five years, and then level four body armor lasts for ten years. And heavy level four is heavier, so level three would be the one you'd want to wear in the zombie apocalypse because you're 
more mobile. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, that wouldn't be good no more because it's past five years. Well, it's not that it wouldn't be any good anymore. I wouldn't rely on it as much, but, I, you know. Well, I just don't see it being effective at all in a zombie apocalypse unless you're just fighting people. Right, but as you did see, there's a heavy firefight, uh, rebellion-type presence to where people are, amp- you know, firearms as well as people. Because what we, what we were talking about before, where it was... Once you get the zombie thing taken care of, then it's the people that you got to worry about. Yeah. Like, the zombie thing's like, all right, whatever. Fuck it. Like, we mastered that. And then just like, well, I think someone, some comic, uh, fuck, some comedian was talking about how COVID was like, yeah, we thought that was going to be something that was going to unite everybody. But no, it took about three days before we were turning on each other about that shit. So same thing with the zombie apocalypse. It'd be like, we'd be good for the first week. And then we'd be like, all right, fuck it. That zombie's a Democrat. <laughs> Just turn him. So, well, I was telling you the one issue I had in the beginning was that they started off in Texas, right? Like, you know, you know, if there's a zombie apocalypse. They'll be dragging down their truck. And be like, yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> like Joel, Tommy up. coming out with that bolt action hunting rifle. I'm like, yeah, yeah no, he'd probably be having an AR-15. But yeah, it he, is. It was what 2003. So I don't think the 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 I big think. boom and heavily it's after armed 9/11. and militarized and whatnot. That's after 9-11. That's when that boom happened. True. Well, I mean, just the sportification of all those rifles and stuff like that, that came on later on towards and, and the getting the gear. Because the gear that we see now, you know, with the plate carriers and even we're moving away from those now. We're going back to like Ricky Riggs, at least if you're following Grantham. Um, you know, you got the evolution of what the, the soldier was and how, cause you were, you were even saying like he was, you, you saw that the, the bumper sticker. I'm was not artillery. 100% sure, but that's what it looks like from, and it was from Fort Bliss, which I, you know, is on the other side of Texas, which is cool. I mean, obviously you can move between fucking towns, but I was like, right, oh, probably retired they, at some point. Like yeah. he's, you'd figure they would have done Fort hood. Cause that's, Colleen, which is I think an hour and a half away from Austin, maybe two right. hours. But because I, I think what was it? It was I think Tommy was the one that was the veteran because I don't think Joel was that his truck. I think it was okay. That would make sense because he at least fucking shot that guy. Which I did like. I guess we're on full spoilers when the soldiers shot them. Oh yeah! Spoiler alert. We're gonna talk about the whole show from whatever the fuck. Whatever, we'll figure it out. When he shot them, I was like, I could see where like some real political people would be like, "Oh, this is anti-American or some shit," but like it's realistic. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you got a virus. She's hurt. You don't want to get too close because she might be bitten. And even then, you can't believe them. And that's just real life. I mean, people used to do that shit for free in my life, so. I might cut that out. Nah, fuck it. Keep it all in. What was it? I mean, I could, yeah, totally 100% plausible. Uh, And of course, nitpicky. You know, I'm talking about plate carriers and gasoline. It's whatever. It's it's a drama. It's not supposed to be based off of real fucking life conditions. Like the cordyceps virus is something that does exist, but it's an ants and all that jazz, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, we'll we'll get the whole thing. Yes, we know entertainment. They're going to cut some corners with reality. That's just how it always works. So moving that stuff aside, that nitpicky stuff, um, and even we, well, what? even with that, it wasn't that bad. Exactly, it wasn't. Yeah. It didn't take anything away. It was like one of those things. Was like, eh, 
but whatever, it's still good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did like how there were a few scenes and lines from the game that were put right into the show. Um, you, I, I asked you because we watched it last night, and then we're doing the recording today. Um, I asked you, I was like, uh, "Is this gonna annoy you?" And I'm like, "Oh, that was th- that was in there. That was in th- so that was that was me." I'm glad I enjoyed you were. it because, like, you just being like this entire dialogue with his daughter is from the game. I was like, "Oh," and it felt natural. Like, it didn't feel like they were reciting any. Like, obviously, they're good actors, but do you know how game dialogue used to be? I mean, you played Metal Gear, so. but it it was good especially that beginning because the whole time like i i know what's gonna happen you know i mean the game's fucking 10 years old but i know the daughter's gonna die i know there's gonna be a time jump i know he's gonna be the salty dude who has to you know i mean it's the trope with the old guy who has a what is it true grit kind of where you gotta take the like younger one with you and then yeah, I mean, he's also just kind of doing another Mandalorian thing where he's like, okay, tough dude has to babysit this person across the fucking whatever the fuck. But really good. I uh, I really liked it from just the beginning. Like, it's very slow built, and then I do like how they kind of are like something's going on. So if you don't play the or if you haven't played the game, you're like, okay, they start kind of creeping into it especially the neighbor stuff i think people will find creepy because anytime you have an old lady being spooky i think yeah you were saying giving you very legion vibes yeah "Yeah, i get it and i did like the little weird things coming out of their mouth that was yes that was was a welcome change i enjoyed that part i was like oh that's actually a nice little weirdness thing that they didn't get to put in the game um sarah the daughter uh, you were saying she looks familiar uh, I, I looked her up. Her name is Nico Parker. And she was in Dumbo, Reminiscence, and The Third Day. Hmm. Who, in that, uh, in The Third Day, that was a TV series. She appeared for three episodes. Her name was Ellie in that. So that's kind of a little fun wow. fact. It was a. She, she did a really good job. It's a shame she's not going to be it. I guess maybe with flashbacks or. Some fever dreams or some shit, but she was Could really good. Be. I mean, that w- it wasn't really um, brought up again in the game, but I mean, it hope you know, we'll see. Who knows? Uh, I really did. What's it called? It. Um, I had that theory to you, which I hope is true. To where I feel like Neil Druckmann got to because he's executive producer. I think he got to do like a lot of hands-on shit with it. Because I know you were saying he told the actors not to play the games, this and that, blah blah blah. Whereas I think he did that because, you know, it's been, let me look this shit, let me get lazy again with this, uh, The Last of Us, because it came out, right, Uh, 2013, 2013, yep, 2013, boom, look at that, so that was 10 years ago, guys, so, I mean, I feel like in the meantime between, and that was, you know, that's when it was released, and when it comes to like production value, getting all the actors, getting the writing done, all that was years before that even came out. So I feel like he's had a long time to sit on it, stew on it, figure out how I want to do this differently, how I want to do that differently, what I would have done here, what I would have done there, blah, blah, blah. I am welcome to that. I don't think there's anything wrong. I think that he did a really good job. And he's probably limited being on the PS3. Correct. 
Like, there's only so much you could do where it looks good. Like, the plane crash thing was sick. Yeah, that didn't happen in the in the game. And I was like, yeah. that's cool. I was like, that's a good way to set yeah. that whole thing. Because I think, what, they got hit by a bus or something like that in the uh, in the game. I think that's what happened to, like, flip the truck over. Like, they were doing that whole – because I remember when they when they went forward and then everyone was rushing out. And then he was like, back up, back up, back up. That was completely from the game. And then that whole playing scene was not. So, it was good. I like that. Yeah, I thought it. Like I said, there's nothing where I was like, "Oh, this is really stupid." And I, I, you know, I don't know anything, so like, I'm asking all these questions about the zombie or clickers, whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, the clickers. You, they didn't make an appearance yet. I think a clicker did make an appearance at the very end of the episode that was on top of the building, which I noticed at the little bottom left when they did the pan up and they saw the whole. Oh, did, I didn't see it. Yeah, right. there was a clicker on top. I think it was a clicker on top of a roof that was doing clicky shit. So, click click. Yeah. Uh, oh, they show the one inside that was dead. True. Yeah, the one that was all um, mushroomed out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Which I kind of like that. I mean, I like that it's a different take on the fucking zombie genre that could have been so. You know, they're just trying to eat you. Where now, like, even in the thing, it they're just biting you and it looks like they're infecting people on purpose. Yeah, there's not a there's not an eating factor, which even in the game, I was saying that there wasn't really a thing of people being eaten alive. It was more so like people would get bit and then it's like, oh, you're fucked. You lost your because it turns pretty quick. They say that you don't you don't last a day type deal. So, oh, that's cool. I, I like that. It's new. They also. I'll say it has kind of that. I don't know. Well, I guess Resident Evil came out afterwards, but six and seven kind of deal with some mold shit too. And it, that I maybe got inspired by that, or maybe they're just like all kind of whatever it's called, where you both have similar ideas moving forward. But I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um. What was it? I just I feel like we gotta jump up and down and stuff because I was remember uh, in the beginning. Of the of the whole thing before the whole show even started, they had like that little snippet to I think it was probably like a 1960s, 70s type TV broadcast because everyone's smoking cigarettes and stuff on air. <laughs> Talking yeah, about course. acid and all that shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. The, the beginning two guys. Uh, IMDB. Because I remember the... The guy that was on the that was talking about the virus or no the 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 the, the, the fungus, he was from the Mummy. I recognize him from the Mummy. He was in that. He was the uh, cowardly guy, not Brendan Fraser, the other guy. Was like, right, right, right. Like the brother-in-law, I think it was yeah. Evie's. Uh, yeah, the 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 cowardly wimpy dude. And then the guy that was next to him, I was like, who the fuck is that guy? Now I gotta look him up because I'm really fucking. And it, it did. That also kind of played yeah, into John the Hanna. That was John Hanna. Yeah, at the beginning that, of that. That also played into the Fallout vibe a little bit because it starts off in like 50s, 60s, talking about this virus thing, and then it jumps to the well opening shit, and it's straight from the game. Yep, and it sounds good. It's quick, maybe thirty seconds. Kind of, to me, it had a little Game of Thrones vibe with its, like, little fucking animations of the virus shit going on. Or- Christopher Heyerdahl was that actor. Sorry. Finally, finally, finally. 
He's been in some other stuff. He was in a lot of TV shows. I was like, I wonder where you've seen him from before. Let me see if I can bring up his IMDb stuff. He was in a lot of things. Uh, let's see. The Last of Us, Murdoch Mysteries, Viking, Corner Office, Under the Banner, Heaven, Peacemaker. He was in Peacemaker. He was uh, the... Did you see Peacemaker? I saw the movie. I didn't see Peacemaker. Oh, okay. Uh, Van Helsing, Star Trek. Which Van Helsing? The one with the... Uh... The TV series, Van Helsing. Oh, okay, yeah, but he was in a lot of stuff. He was in a lot of stuff, and what's it? Sicario. He was in Far Cry Five. Oh wow, cool. Really? Yep. He did. He did. He's done voice acting stuff. Um, Hell on Wheels. That's why I first recognized him from. He was in Hell on Wheels. Hmm. So yeah, those those two guys were in it. That was. Uh, I feel like those were. They did a good job with that, even though he only had like two or two or three lines. Um, so yeah, you said, uh, yeah, the title card, the title sequence that was completely from the game, not exactly the, the, the visual stuff, but the music completely from, and I was like, wow, like they took it right from there. And that was great. I assume this is Sony produced, right? I would think IP? so. Cause I would assume that yeah, Naughty Dog, their whole thing, or well, I saw Naughty Dog was in part of the thing. So maybe Naughty yeah. Dog has all those rights. Maybe. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I was just thinking because that might be why it's. I will say it kind of. I know we're jumping around a little bit, but towards the end. Yeah, we are. Ending, we're sorry, folks. We'll, we'll get a better grip for next episode. But that the ending kind of had a little bit of Stranger Things vibes to it with the fucking 80s music playing. And then, you know, obviously it's foreshadowing the spook that's going to happen. Yeah, I did like that. I did like you looked up the name of the song at the end of yeah. it. Which was quick. it was Depeche Mode, right? Never gonna let you yeah. down again. Yeah, something like or don't let me down. Let's see. Yeah, lever, lever. Fuck. Ah, <laughs> now who's the Korean person? <laughs> Never let me down again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that song kind of it was good. I fucking saved it. Yeah, I did like the the whole because of course me, I'm gonna look into the whole bullshit part about it where it's like oh i good usage of the song because he had that whole thing where he felt like he lit down his daughter so he's never gonna let down another person again so he did that he flipped out on the guard which was not in the game which i really i like that part yeah he had a little ptsd flashback moment just "Ah!" sort of knocking the dude out Hmm. yeah it was like i said there's nothing where i was like uh, oh, oh the one thing all right. Do you just want to start from the beginning and work back so we don't jump around? All right. Yeah. We we yeah. Let's right, let's twenty six just... minutes in. We'll start officially. We'll go from the top. All that so stuff. It opens up obviously with the thing we we're talking about. So with the two famous actors that we know that were there, and then it goes to the title card, which was straight from the the music was straight from the game, and then they did like a nice little not too long, not too short title card sequence. Uh, then it goes to before the events of the opening of the game. You got to see the morning part of that day, the earlier part yeah. with with Sarah and Joel and all that stuff. And t- yeah, Tommy too. And then obviously fast forward, shit happens. I, there's really not a whole lot. I mean, the dialogue from the game with the watch. Yep. So really hardcore good. drugs, all that stuff. Yeah, that was straight from the game. Uh, then the shit hits the fan. Granny gets angry. They put her. They put her down. He drops his wrench for whatever reason. I didn't. 
Right. Then, I was like, pick it back up. But no, of course not. But he did pick up that rifle at the end of the season. Sorry, we're skipping again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shenanigans happen. And then. Yep. I going mean, through the whole, which the beginning, it wasn't right from the game, but uh, they did take snippets of the game, of course, like when they. Uh, when they're fleeing and they're like seeing all the, the cars drive by and they're trying to do all the stuff and they see all the calamity ensuing and they finally get to the town, which they went to the highway first, which didn't work out. And then they went over to the, the road and they got to the town. Uh, they went straight to the town in, uh, in the video game. If yeah. I recall, it's been years since I played it, but I still remember it very well. Um, but yeah, but if, if we didn't say it's set the beginning set in Austin, Texas, Yep, Austin, Texas, uh, 2003, and they didn't really um, prep. They didn't really say where the game started. At least I remember. I do know it probably was in Texas, but they did okay. start because Joel had that accent. So it was like I said. There was really nothing. Like even the it's a weird time in 2003 because that's when uh, we were up to no good globally. Yeah. So then you're like, well, what? It kind of changes things a little bit because that's right after nine eleven too. Then I even said when we were watching, they took our planes again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, it that is as somebody who hasn't played the game, it keeps you like on your toes in that beginning. Like I feel like they they faked a car accident. Like where the truck's coming and then it slams on his brakes instead of hitting them. Yep, yep. That's where that's I thought it was going to take it from the show. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, that feels like a false flag to fuck with the the game watchers. Yeah. Like, oh, the plane, like I said, the plane thing looked really cool. And I was like, I'm glad they did that. The only other you know, zombie movie I know that did that was like World War Z, I think. Yep. And that was an interesting concept, too. Which that was taken from the books. What's called yeah. like World War, World War Z as a book was completely different than the movie. First off. Because uh, the it was Max Brooks, Mel Brooks's son. Side note, I, I have it somewhere. I haven't read it yet. It's in yeah. my. Uh, it's really good. It's like it's just all snippets of people. It's like the guys doing an interview for a bunch of people that happened throughout the zombie apocalypse and stuff. The audiobook's really good because they get Mark Hamill and a, a really a lot of other famous voice actors to come in and and do some scenes, and they're really good. Anytime Mark Hamill was uh, he had like three or four. Maybe no, maybe three stories that he was in that I loved listening to his parts in. I don't know if I want to hear the Joker talk to me about zombies at all. It's Mark Hamill, bro. I love him. <laughs> yeah. I might have to listen to that. It's like I said, the beginning's just really good. And I, I know I keep harping on this, but I've everything I've watched lately has been kind of dog shit, T V show wise. Yeah, so this is like a nice change of pace. We're like, wow, yeah. we're watching something decent. Well, I mean, I, it's one episode in, so we, it could go shit real quick. But I didn't even make it through all the first episode of Rings of Power. I quit like 45 minutes in. Like, I couldn't do it. I didn't even start it because I'm like, I know what they're going to do to me, and I'm going to I'm gonna yeah. end up supporting the bad guys. Be like, maybe this, maybe this guy with the rings got a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh not so slim fucking Sauron. <laughs> Goddamn Eminem looking motherfucker. Whatever. That's retarded. Anyways, uh, it made me want to play the game though. 
Uh, good. I was going to ask you that. I was like, did this make you at all interested in the game at all? So, yeah. um, But after that, they get in a fucking accident. They get separated. Uh, looks like a National Guardsman. Shoots him. <laughs> she gets gut shot, which always fatal. Yeah, especially because 556, when it tumbles inside you, that thing could have came out anywhere. So, ugh, tragic. And then Tommy fucking gets a headshot dinger on the fucking soldier. Yeah, it's different. It's slightly different in the game, but for the most part, it's spot on. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will say, however, the reaction that Pedro Pascal did versus um, Troy Baker. uh, I watched a lot of that behind the scenes shit, of course, because I loved it so much. Uh, Troy Baker actually had to do that scene multiple, multiple times in order to get it right. And it was the, the very last take that they used Cause he, he had like a very big emotional, like screaming, you know, uh, reaction to it in the, for the first few takes. And then like, after he was completely drained of everything that he possibly had to give Neil Druck was like one more time. And it was that like slightly like not so much explosive emotional reaction, but like a more like held in, but still traumatic fucking uh, version that was what we got in the game. And I feel like Pedro Pascal did a good job. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the scene that I recall, but it was a, still a good scene. Yeah, he did a I good mean- job. The panicking, like, it felt real. Like, he was panicking, freaking out. I mean, and I thought Tommy, whoever that actor is, he did a really good job when he was just, like, yeah. especially if he is a soldier and he kind of knows, like, he gets shot in the yeah. gut and you're done. I feel like he, he definitely knew. he did. Even when he had that, when he was looking to Tommy for help and he just shook his head like, she's gone, bro. Yeah. And then you look and then the camera pans back and she's, you know, just staring straight up. I'm like, oh, fucking tragic. Doesn't make that scene any easier to watch, I will say. It, uh, yeah. I still it got hit right in the feels watching that one, just like with the game. And then we transition to Bastin and the Minutemen. Basically. Yep. Bastin with the Minutemen and uh, what's it? Fallout 4 mm-hmm. vibes all around. So they uh, had a little boy. He at first I didn't know if this was going to be Ellie, but little boy, little hard. girl. It was a kid with long hair and really kicking sneakers. Yeah, that they, we they found really out. focused on the sneakers, huh? Well, because they... when the kid's body well, was shown, they they showed the shoes, true. and they were like, you know, it was kind of like that girl with the red coat and Schindler's List. Mm. Well, they thing. did that in uh, Jojo Rabbit too. His mom always wore like I think like red shoes or something. And then you see somebody hanging. Oh, I'd, I've never watched Jojo Rabbit, so. Uh, let me pause for a second. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, yeah, the when they, they, so they test the boy with the fucking little box thing, and then it's red. They give him a, they vaccinate him. Yep, quick vax. <laughs> then it cuts to, uh, what's her name? They're doing the. They're burning the bodies. Yeah, it it just goes right. It's, it, it was an unknown character that was that they focused on, and then they introduced Joel, yeah. older Joel, that because that that lady couldn't pick up the the kid's body, but Joel was like, "I'll do it" because I don't give a fuck. I'm dead mm-hmm. on the inside. 
They had the first. Never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, the, it, like you said, it does focus on the sneakers. So you know, okay, he's dead. Yep. But you can kind of infer, oh, he was infected and all this shit. <clears throat> and then going forward, it just really explores the. I don't even know what the area is called. It, like the demilitarized zone, or no, the quarantine zone, the QZ, I think they call it, or something. So you see the money. They show that oh yeah, ration Joel, cards. Joel's a uh, smuggler. Yep, same as the game. And then, what happens after that? Uh he he shows you know you get to show him when he does he's talking to the guard about the whole like, oh this is coming in there blah 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 blah. Uh, he gets to see Joel checking in on Tommy at the radio uh, radio op station. It cuts to Tess getting interrogated by Robert and a couple of his guys. The thing blows up. She is captured, blah, 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 uh, which they didn't show in the game. They just, Tess just appears on screen at some point and is like, oh, what the fuck happened to you? And she's, you know, the scene kind of goes exactly how it does in the show. Um, what's it called? Uh, there is more of a hint to that they're a couple in, not even so much they're a couple, but they're together in this in, in this universe versus the show or versus the game. Cause the game, they're kind of just like more, at least I got when I played it, that they were more just business partners. Okay. But it's cool. Cause she like, she gets home, she like nudges them over, you know, she, they, they sleep together and stuff and whatnot. But I mean, I could just see that as being necessity because just how it is. Yeah. Might not be very many options terms of like living because i mean where they live it's like we got kinda, one bed bro like yeah <laughs> make it work i wouldn't say squalor necessarily but it's not nice yeah i mean it's it's what they what they can yeah uh after that you kind of oh when he's talking trying to find tommy on the radio that's where he gets all pissed off and he's like all right i need to know where it's at he's gonna go there yeah that didn't happen in the in the game that was yeah. really a so the uh, whole thing they're dealing with the Robert guys to get a car battery to leave, basically. Yep, because he wants to go check in on him and stuff, and there's mm-hmm. that whole which I like I said, the the stuff that they did differently, I feel like, oh okay, that was Neil Druckmann saying, I have a better idea now. Let me do yeah. it. You know, versus people being like, Oh, this is what Gerald Token meant to do, or he what he was supposed to be, because those Sense, sentimentalities aren't the same as before, blah, 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 and he's a racist, so we're going to change it because it's better this, and I'm like, ugh, fuck that shit. But when it's the actual guy, where he's like, I think I think I like it better this way, I'm like, okay, I can respect that more. Versus some fucking piece of shit taking a, a timeless work like Lord of the Rings and being like, I think it should be like this. Blah. You know? So. Yeah. Sorry if I pissed well, anybody off. Actually, I'm not sorry. Fuck yeah. you all. Fuck you all. That was my well, childhood thing. That's just worse. That I mean, if you don't like the way something is, make your own. But when that's not successful, you can't really bitch about it. Then exactly. Lord of the Rings is successful because I mean, Peter Jackson didn't do everything literally by the books, but he stayed faithful more than anyone else has tried so far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, besides the animated cartoon, but other than that, like. Yeah. Yeah, but animation, you can kind of get away with being really faithful. That's why I always, I mean, we were talking about it. Game of Thrones should have been an anime. Yeah. 
for sure. You, you could have really leaned into the more magic shit that for some reason they just abandoned. Except when they needed it for Jon Snow to come back. They're like, all right, magic is real. <laughs> yeah, it exists. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I season two had a lot of magic with fucking Melisandre's shadow baby killing Renly. So spoiler alert. It's same lady, though. Magic. Like, yeah, right. Only this lady's magic. Everyone else. Fuck them. Yeah, there's dragons, but don't like just don't worry about it. There's only a little bit of magic. She's got it all. Yep. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Where are we at? So they did the whole thing. Oh, Ellie interrogating Ellie. I'd like. I kind of like that to be like they don't know if this hearsay is true. So let's, you know, I'm gonna come in. Let's do this little minor cognitive test to see if you still got it. Oh, okay, we're good. And she's all pissed off. And I like. I like that. That was a good way to introduce Ellie. Uh. Yeah. And then. They show you it's the fireflies at the very end where they pan to the wall and it's got one of their fucking yep. sissy quotes on it. Yeah. Well, I knew that from the start, but I like how well, you had to figure out that all for, for the first well, time. Well, I figured, because I, I know how the game ends, so I'm like, well, I figured like somehow the fireflies are going to get to Joel and be like, hey, you need to get her here. Yeah, I, I think they're... I, it's funny because it was the first part in the game. I remember telling you that whole scene where she's telling Joel, like, oh, it was Robert. We got to do this. And they're doing the whole thing where they're trying to figure out, oh, okay, like, this is where we got to go for this. It cost me a couple ration cards, but I finally got the location. And then they, they go to the place. They take off their backpacks, like, in the game, and they're, like, sorting through their shit. So that was really cool. So I was like, yeah, that's the whole tutorial mission, how to we figure out how to fuck people up. I was telling yeah. you that. Uh, so I did like that. But I really do forget the exact like Hail Mary pass that got those two together in the first place. I think it literally was though Marlene coming to them after the whole thing with Robert and her being like, listen, like I need help with this. I'm wounded. They, you know, they didn't show the whole thing going bad. I think it was like actually that they got raided by the government um, in the game. Which makes I think more that's sense. What, yeah. Which is what led up to that whole thing. But I did like how they got the whole thing because like you said, he had a a thing to I need to get out of here because I need to go find what uh, what happened to Tommy, which wasn't in the game. And them being like, oh, okay, well we're here now trying to get that back. So this is gonna be a thing that'll be able to work everything out. Oh, we gotta do what we gotta do. And it was like, all right, it's plausible. I lo- it's it's I like it. You know, it was I could I could work with it. Yeah, I the only issue I have with this part is when they finally meet up with them and Robert is like they did a fucking deal in their hideout yeah that was not a, that was not a smart not a smart move at all but it's you know and I was like, like, you only have limited housing space you're in a small contained area and you're like we're doing bomb like because earlier in the show she's like we're doing bombs away from their main hideout to keep the the Fedra distracted right right but then you do a fucking tantamount to a drug deal at your fucking home and then you're shooting each other and all this and now you're like oh well we're fucked that's kind of dumb it was kind of dumb but it served a narrative purpose because they were saying like hey we only got five minutes to, fi- this, to talk this out before they come knock at the door let's you know figure this shit out right quick so I liked that yeah. I liked how it was a little bit expedited but it really did set the pressure set the tone of like this is urgent didn't have a chance to talk about why this girl was so special, but she had to get to this location. 
and whatnot. So it was, I liked it. It was good. Then they go back to their apartment. Joel takes a nap. Uh, I just, same, same as the game, but yeah. the radio stuff is all new. That was a whole new thing. Well, I liked how she's like, oh, like 80 song came on. He's like, oh, fuck. And she's like, ha, gotcha. Yeah, that was really clever. I did like yeah. that. I was like, okay, I can see this. It shows that she's smart, at least. Like, they're at least setting something else where you could be. I hope they don't fuck it up where she does something really stupid now. But she well, seems. I mean, she will probably do a stupid thing here or there just because, you know, when she was yeah. out of the walls for the first time and she was like, oh, wow. They're like, get your fucking head down. She's like, oh, shit. Like, you know, that was. Yeah, that's yeah, true. But that I really good. like that. That was ch- like childish. Like, it would make sense for her to be like, oh, no shit. I'm outside the wall. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. So I thought that was really good. And then once they get out, they end up running into the fucking pillhead guard again. Yeah, Joel has his PTSD moment. Mm-hmm. And fucking, which they, I really liked. I really did like that. I I saw it coming. I was like, "You gonna do it? You gonna do it?" And he, ah, he fucking went out. That's they find out she's infected, but not contagious or not. Yep, it was mutating. S- very similar to how it went down in game because it did come across a Fedra patrol in game, and they did get all tested, and that's how they did find out how she was. You know, because Marlene didn't say it to them. She had to, they found that out themselves and then yeah. had to explain it all. The only issue I could have with that is I felt a little rushed towards the end. It was like, boom, here you go. Uh, here's the thing. Bye. Well, yeah. Okay. It, it, when I looked at it, it was like 120 minute episode or, you know, it was like, wow. Yeah. Like, or no, sorry. Jesus Christ. It was an hour, 20 minutes, not hundred. Fuck me. Three it, was hour an, it was an hour, 20 minutes. And I was like, wow, like that's a long ass episode. That's like you said, that's like a movie almost. Yeah, it is. I mean, and, and they really rushed it towards the end type deal, but I was like, all right, that's fine. Like it's episode two, which we're going to start. What do you want to do that on Sundays? Cause it'll be sure. Or what's it called? Well, no, you were busy Sunday. We did it yesterday. So I don't know how you want to do that. Um, going we, forward we can do it on sundays okay because that's when episodes uh drop so if you want we could do uh two episodes no that wouldn't work out because we're only gonna have two episodes coming up to watch well there's one out already yeah i'm mental bathing it out like a fucking idiot uh yeah there's two there's and two this, episodes out actually we, right now. we might have to if you want we'll watch two on our own and then watch three so if you want to take notes for two, because this is going to come out next week. Because we still have last week's episode I didn't put out. Oh, true. Okay. So this is going to be a week behind, and then we can catch up by doing that. And you also still need fucking anime, Doc. I know. We're kind of putting that on hold for Last of Us. But yeah. but, I, but, you, but like I said, I, I think this is worth it, though. This, this is definitely worth it for me. The, well, the actual you, video game show that's decent to watch. If you want to, you can start Attack on Titan Season 3 because it's really long. Like, just petering it out so you at least get some. Yeah, I'll probably start doing that. The first arc, I didn't like the Season 3. But stay with it, bro, because the last arc, you're going to... Bro, I'm I'm already a fan of the show from what they did last season, so... There's a change in one of the characters where I feel like a lot of younger people won't understand because one of them has their worldview challenged. And then after that, it's like, of course, they're going to be kind of fucked up about it. Like if everything you know, you're like, oh, shit. 
That's all I'm going to say. Well, I sympathize. My whole worldview was fucking challenged last year, and I got to fucking put things in perspective. So I would probably really emphasize or um, empathize with that whole journey. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Like I said, the first arc is kind of like, meh. They do give, they build up some side characters, so it's more. But then the last 12 episodes are. Fucking heaters. They're bussing, dog. Okay. (laughs) Like, god damn. So you see more. It's just it's awesome. Anyways, uh, yeah, I I really like the way it kind of does that fade out too uh, for The Last of Us where it ends, and you get the '80s music, which obviously you can tell just by the sound is '80s music. I didn't know the song, but I don't know if that's like a more popular song that people would know. But it no, it, I I mean from I go through '80s stations all the time. And whatnot, and I see Depeche Mode, so it's like the band is knowable at least. Yeah. Maybe it was one of their B track songs, but I mean, at least um, if, if you want to correct me in the comments, do that. You know, mail us in, be like, "Spec, yeah. you idiot." But yeah, no, I really did like that whole Stranger Things esque pan out. They did a lot more connection with the music because they did a little of that in the game, not so much eighty stuff. But he finds a uh, like a Hank Williams cassette. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's playing that in the truck for um, for Ellie at, at one point later on down the road. So I don't know. Let's, we'll see if that happens. Uh, but yeah, OG I did. Hank Williams, huh? Damn. Yeah, it was it was it was good. I like my that. cold, cold heart. <laughs> Damn. But I like yeah. Hank Williams anyway. So you know, it's- I, I like him too. But I mean, Junior's got that Southern thunder. You know, yeah, but I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I still like old Hank. I, I do like oh, that yeah. old school country too. The borderline yodeling. Yeah, bro, I love I, it. I do, I do like it too. Because like the first time I heard it, I'm like, "Can I be a country fucking singer?" Because I bro, could do this. <laughs> I, I grew up um, with one side of my family, the the more redneck side of my family, I should say, my dad's side. Uh, the old Rick Martin vibe. Uh, he uh, he had an aunt named Dot, so I guess it was my aunt too, and she was a yodeler. And when we had when we had family reunions, she would always go on stage and do a do a number or two, and we'd all be like, "Yeah," you know. Like, so, I mean, I'm from Arkansas, so you can imagine how hillbilly that shit is. But every time you talk about your dad, I always think of Dick Martin. <laughs> oh, good. Dick hurts. Yeah, Dick hurts. Oh, Dick hurts Martin. D.H. Martin. Yeah. Oh, that's some... Well, did we record that? I hope we did. We probably did. Here, uh, yeah. To all the people who listen to this and do know my good old tricky dick, you know, uh, here, kids, sober up with this beer. That's one of his fucking famous lines. <laughs> dick Hurts... God, that's... We might make t-shirts of that. Dylan, dick, get on it. Yeah. <laughs> dick Hurts Martin. I'll have oh, to man. ask Dad if I could use his likeness. He's big into the Redskins. He still has he has a whole downstairs that's just fucking full of Redskins memorabilia. They can change the name, but he can't <laughs> change me. Damn it! Yeah, uh, I drove his Corvette up to New Hampshire when, when he moved up there and shit. That was a fun ride, and I got to just fucking punch it all the way up. Uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely as, as much as I like to distance myself from that side of the family. I really I do take a lot of shit from him. Like a lot of a lot of character traits. 
that I don't like to be proud of to say, but I am, I'm a proud of all my family though. Like my dad, my stepdad, uh, my mother, especially with the, all the emotional fucking high intensity Italian type moments that I do get. It's all from my mother. Oh, for me not being Italian, I sure do act like one sometimes. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> going back to the stepping back out of the personal realm. Um, I didn't. I didn't see the clicker on the building. Uh, when when they were panning up, I heard it first before, I, and then I saw like a little motion, and I and it got me. It's like right when when they pan up and they see the one uh, the one building like resting against the other one, which was mm-hmm. taken right from the game. Um, when you see that, and you look up on the left side of the buildings that are up, you see one that's up on the roof doing like a fucking Teen Wolf like ah fucking bullshit so oh they should have done bark of the moon then ozzy osborne mm-hmm. god damn it that was my emergency alarm if i didn't wake up <laughs> i love it uh damn i i hope they do the hank williams stuff i like to see him get more everybody just knows junior and he's you know divisive i guess to some people yeah, that, that's a good word. Soft-handed liberals. Outlaw <laughs> <laughs> uh, country. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm definitely excited for the next episode that I will wait for you to watch, for sure. I do want to watch it with you. That's you so, want to? Yeah, I feel like that'd be good. Yeah. I did like that dynamic that we had going back and forth the whole time. Uh, I feel like if I just watch by myself, I'm just gonna be looking over at Mabel and telling her shit. She's going to be like, I don't give a fuck. I'll be like, all right, sorry, Jesus. I feel like that Johnny, uh, no, not Johnny Depp. What the fuck? Leo meme where he's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I honestly, I was trying to think of it last night. I was like, there's nothing that like the little shit, gasoline, flashlight shit. Yeah, tactical gear, the whole thing of revolution of that shit. Just like I said, it's just minor nitpicky shit that did not take away any of that. Their clothes were really clean. So Boston must still oh, have like so, Yeah, I did say, I was like, damn, Joel's got a denim shirt that's darker than a denim shirt that I have that's all yeah. faded out right now. <laughs> God damn. It's been 20 years, but he's he stayed out of the sun. He's like, not not my denim. Then 20 years, and he's the Tide Pods are still a thing, I guess. Like, good, yep. good for him. So they have one big fucking washing machine in Boston, I guess. Yep. Do they have skyscrapers in Boston? Like, is that skyline accurate or no? Uh, I yeah, it's you know every major city has skyscrapers. So I don't know Boston. There, I'm not gonna say anything. Never mind. No, Wait, say it. Say we it. don't have listeners in Boston, so fuck them. I we might. I don't know. I was going to say, there's a lot of Irish people, so maybe they don't make skyscrapers, so they don't fall off. Right? Even though they were really fucking good at doing that sort of construction shit. Let me take well, a Bill, look at them. Oh yeah, that is true. They'd be drunk walking on fucking steel beams with no harnesses, eating their lunch. They didn't have OSHA to hold them back. <laughs> That's when America was great, when we're building these massive bridges with no OSHA. Right? If you fell off, they'd just be like, oh... Well, we'll tell his wife when we get off work, probably. After the bar, maybe. Unless she's hot. Then they'd all be over there like, yeah, it's a shame. (laughs) Real shame, huh? Let's see. Do we have any mass holes that listen in? I mean, we're we're lighting up on the East Coast. So, I love it. 
You know, oh yep. yeah, we got one list. We have uh, looks like not well. There's a slight gray patch in the Boston area, and then another outside of Peabody. Danvers. I'm just gonna keep zooming in until I get this fucker's house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it goes right to a fucking pond. So that's it's a generalization area. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it's Danvers. I'm glad so they do that. Danvers and Boston. We could find their location. That would be kind of wild, right? Oh, we know where you're listening in from. <laughs> I've never been up there. I really want to go. I'm going to zoom into the Waterbury one to see if it's got mine. Nope. It does it, does it right into a park, so that's cool. Hmm. Generalizes that. Okay. I dig it. Nice. Right? Nice. Nice. But yeah, no, it was... Uh, I am happy to say that this is a show worth watching. So far, I mean... Yeah, so I wonder- far. I wonder if this is, are they just going to do one and done? Are they going to try to do the sequel? Because I'm sure they would love to rewrite that fucking mess. Because I remember when that came out and it was fucking chaos for the fucking dork community. I'm like, what is this? The whole game's about. So I heard it from ver- some certain people who maybe were exaggerating, but they told me the second one was about a transgender kid. No, no, it wasn't about that. <laughs> Um, nuts to butts they were like it's kind of implied that they're a religious thing and then all this other bullshit I was like no the the whole prospect of the second game was to really dive into the cycle of violence and how it does but the way that they went about it was very contradictory to its message just a heavy heavy handed in the narrative dissonance you know to where they're, they're oh. trying to tell a story about this but you have but you're forced to kill Every single person, which might lead into the whole thing of Ludo narrative, like the the hand in hand with the cycle. But I don't know. But I feel like Neil Druckmann was he he got too big for his britches and tried to do like, this whole big artsy shit, artsy fartsy bullshit with it. Yeah. And Violence is bad unless I do it. Okay, exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah. It, it had that mixed message vibe to it. Well, so I didn't. I know they were all freaking out about like the the lesbian shit, but. Now I'm just like, I don't think people care about that at all. Yeah, I, I could care less who any of that bullshit. They had one character that was like, she's a transgender one, where it's like, no, she's just ripped. You know, like they had a ripped girl. Uh, they had a trans guy or per, a trans, trans something. And I don't know what it was anymore. Um, I think it was a kid. Because I do remember them getting all, like this is before, really right before the trans movement was like, exploding yeah well it was like before it was mainstream so like transgender i want to say ideology but it wasn't mainstream like if you ask people back then they still would have been like huh or now i mean you ask them they're like yes there are angels and if you say anything about them i will kill you (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it, it was uh very mixed it was very mixed in the reviews i remember i didn't want to fucking get forced to sit and do all that fucking bullshit so yeah and i also i probably not having joel there probably soured a lot of people because it changes the dynamic of the game but even i know i've seen seen the mission where you play as ellie in the 
I guess it's Wyoming or the snow area. I don't know. In the game. Oh, in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Weird stealthing. And that changes. Yeah. That changes the way you play. So I'm like, that would be kind of hard because now you have to kind of make her borderline a Mary Sue in order to replace Joel. Or you focus a whole game mechanics around her being able to sneak or you just make her old enough to where it's like believable that she's a fucking adult now. Yeah, they aged her up. Well, like she's like late teens, maybe early 20s in the second game to where she's she's really kicking ass and it's believable. Because, I mean, like when you when your dad is Joel, I mean, yeah, you're going to learn how to do all that shit. Uh, but like I said, just the whole thing that they did when they try to just force a message down your throat. While also perpetuating all the same message, like the the bullshit that the the message trying to go against, I was like, yeah, no, like, no, I'll pass on this one. Yeah, you know, that's that's I my guess. take on it. You know, some people are gonna come at me. No, it's totally about the the message of the of the transgender movement. How this? Is. And I was like, no, it's not about that at all. It's about the cycle of violence and about how bullshit everything is. But at the same time, it's forcing you to make these choices to where it's like, all right, then then write a movie or or a TV show. Don't give me the option. You know what I mean? Because I, I want to be able to get by and not – I want to be different than these things, but I don't have that option to do it. I'm forced to do these decisions. You know what I mean? It, like it's it, You can have a, a message in your story, but you have to have a good story for it to work. Right. Like the cycle of violence is always really well done when you have somebody who's like a fucking Frank Castle, the Punisher, who's you know out here – whether you have them get hurt at first or because they're a violent person, it comes back to get him and they lose somebody close. And that's kind of the, you know, it's a fucking trope at this point. Like either you get hurt first and then you're just a monster or you're a borderline monster that gets hurt. You lose your daughter or your wife or whatever. And then it kind of what happens to Joel really. Cause you argue if his daughter lives, he's, he's staying in that fucking containment zone. He ain't doing shit. Yep, I'm nodding my head for everyone who's yeah. not watching me on <laughs> monitors. Uh, so yeah, no, I definitely would. Uh, so far, episode one verdict is an A for me. I'm gonna. I give it A plus. Yeah. All right. Just because cool. The Witcher, I still hold that <laughs> grudge, and I'm like, I still don't understand how you like season two. I don't. Know, that's all I'm gonna say. I like season two only because of more Geralt. Just the, the they didn't do a whole time loop nonsense that I hated in season one where you had Carol's story. Yeah. So it was more straightforward storytelling. I didn't like I never liked Yennefer in that, anyways. Uh I didn't like her whole story plot line to try Why? to kill. I didn't like how it was done. It was just horrible writing on her behalf. Like she's supposed to be the closest thing to Siri's mother, but they make her a fucking like, oh, I want to sacrifice this child so I can get my power. That never happened. So fuck that. I hate it. Um, what's it calls it? Uh, and I'm not being rude, but I'll say it. I was, I thought the actress, like she wasn't, it's not, she's not, Jennifer's got to be thick. Like if they picked up, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not even saying like a T H I C C. I mean, like she's got to have meat on her. Like if they picked a slightly chubby chick, that was like very pretty that would fit more than and she's a good actress it's just when you look at the game like i mean i know the game she's very sexually exagger- exaggerated and all this shit yeah on un- unreal body standards the the barbie yeah. type 
Uh, but there thing. are actresses that you could put in there. Like we're talking about Triss. There are actresses that you could put in there that physically look like Triss and could pull off that personality. Yeah. Kind of- uh, what was it? When I first saw Triss, I thought it was like, I think her name is Mia Ackerman or something like that. Oh, fuck. Now it's now I'm going to be looking this shit up. Uh, Fuck. Watchmen. Remember, do, do did you watch Watchmen? E, I know who the chick is that you're talking Malin. about. Malin Ackerman. That's the, that's the girl. I thought she would have made a great Triss. Yeah. And yeah. I, I off the top of my head, I don't know who would make a good fucking uh, Yennefer, but just to me, just I, I she doesn't have to be white. I don't give a shit when you race swap characters. If the character at least looks I mean, obviously, it doesn't make sense in the fact that the show's based off Polish mythology, but whatever. Like, if you're still going to have her be of color, like, okay. But she's got to have, you know, the, at least the body type and the personality, I thought. Yeah, her personality that, was not the same at all. As She's very coy and shit in the game. And it's... That one, she just never came off. And that comes down to writing. That's on the writing fucking team because they clearly didn't understand the character. Yeah, and, and the whole thing with that was that the writer team hated all that shit anyways. They were like, we want to go as far away from that as possible. And I was like, boo. Boo on you. Fuck you. And why would, like, CD Projekt Red probably might want to start thinking about pulling the license or maybe they can't. I don't know, but. At the same time, they got to be like, dude, what the fuck? Because you had uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners on Netflix as well, but that's through a Japanese studio who demanded there be a lowly in the fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) One of them did. I don't remember. There's a story either CD Projekt Red wanted it in there, and Studio Trigger was like, ah, we don't know. Or Studio Trigger's like, we're putting this in there, and CD Projekt's like, that doesn't fit the lore. Like, well, the lore's going to fucking change. We're putting lowly with fucking two hand cannons in this bitch. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I I'm trying to figure out who would make a good Well action. that one the girl from Mass Effect, the one you always had a crush on. Uh, uh, uh I don't but know. I don't know what she, I don't know what she looks like now. Like that was 10 years ago. To me she's okay. always good looking, but But uh, she was if anyone wants to look her up and fawn over her for a little bit. What was her name again? Yvonne Strahovski. There you go. I think I talked over you for a second. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's just you do have expectations. Like uh, Henry Cavill fits your ideal. He looks like Geralt. I wish he talked like Geralt. He was. I fucking. He was the only reason why I watched that show. He was it. I do wish he'd grow a little bit of a. Little little, little gruff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He would like I'll watch the final well final season the final one with him in it but then after that I'm not gonna watch it anymore because I just want to see how bad it is for them to, to, to get him to leave yeah 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 I might tune in for it but at this point I don't know I'm I'm so caught up I have to still do anime shit so it'll be this and anime stuff for just foreseeable future for for the show for at least this show and and we got to get in a Western thing which I feel like this kind of I mean, it's got Western tropes, but right, you know. So could it 
possibly whatever on next week for whatever. Fuck it. I don't care. We're, I'll, we're I'll use the, the Western music for it. Fuck it. Okay. I've been wanting to use it because I showed you the songs. I'm like, these are good. I'm going to use them. Yeah. And I mean, even the intro to Last of Us got, got that Western good, Spanish guitar vibes in it as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. So, yeah, use it up. But, but I mean, I don't know. We got anything else to talk about? I feel like that's a good. We never got to D&D. It's been like three weeks. We're like, all right, let's talk about it. And we just never talk about it. True. True. Shout out to Young Yeah, bro. That guy gives me all my fucking dork news. Yeah, he's he's he covered it very, very much in, in depth, and I appreciate it. Yeah. I like his NFT stuff, uh, like when big shit happens or like those games I was I sent it to you where they're going under the crypto games. Yeah. Because he, he, he hates them, so I know he's biased against them, but he he'll say that in the beginning he's like i think crypto is fucking stupid well not crypto but nfts yeah he's like, i think they're just scams for rich people which i mean i'm not saying he's right at but. this point in our in this world that we live in though like what isn't a scam for rich people anymore like it's i know you can't even dress poor because they're like look at my cut up jeans like they fucking saw nirvana once well not even they saw a picture of fucking kurt cobain and yeah like, this guy gets it like, oh my god i hate it gotta love consumerism baby <laughs> yep <laughs> but uh yeah the whole D D thing i i didn't know they had an open license i had no idea like i just thought like i guess i didn't really think about it that you could just go all willy-nilly with it which for those who don't know what had happened is wizards of the coast basically are like, yeah, we're going to change our open license agreement and it's not really that open anymore because they can kind of fuck you over. Like, if you make something cool, they can just take it. Yep. Uh, if you make over, was it 750000 yep. You then owe them 20 or 25% of your... It's not even profit. It's total money made so if you lose money on it let's say you spend a million but you make 750 back you owe them 20 percent of that 25 percent of that yeah and it's they they backed off because so many people were like what the fuck is this but you know how the fucking corporate shit is they're gonna slowly trickle it in and if five years later you're gonna be like oh it's they just slowly did it but it was it was very underhanded. It was very fucking dirty. It was very just not at all what the community was about. And it's just corporate greed seeped into even tabletop gaming now at this point yeah. to where they were. I think it was a Microsoft, a former Microsoft exec that went to Wizards of the Coasts and started working for him. And then that's why it got all more like we need to get more money. Mm hmm. They even were talking about like, yeah, the the thing that they're the player base is uh getting in the way of our money. Like that's the whole fucking bullshit. And I hate I hate it. I fucking hate it. It was But I will say it's a good thing because it actually kind of gave me hope because the more I thought about it, I'm like that's what happens to a lot of this shit. With the exception of Nintendo, which is always like, give us your money, you stupid fucks. Yeah, we have Every- no we have no such thing as a sale yeah. at yeah. our fucking Oh, they Nintendo do. eShop. It's $5 off and that's it. Yeah. And that's Black Friday sale, baby. <laughs> but it's... 
I have a hope because I know we we've talked about a lot where video game companies and you know kind of the nerd shit's getting very corporate. But I feel like that's a good thing in the sense that when it gets corporatized, it's going to fail really bad. And then it's just going to keep, you know, something new will come up and then it will get corporatized. It will fail. Something new will come up. And then I feel like that's a good, like you see it in video game studios. What happens? They get really big. Instead of having like somebody who's built games their whole life, they bring in some CEO for fucking Walmart. Who's like, it's just a business. I know how to run this. And then they take it to the ground. And then something new comes up. It's like death and fucking rebirth. It's over a circle of life. Yeah. So this, I mean, they are. Ah, fuck. I wish I had the name, but somebody else is already making their own system and it's they're paying for it. I don't know if you remember, but it's going to be fully open. They're like, we're going to pay for this initial. Like, I think, I think it was the Pathfinder people. Cause Pathfinder already took a, they, they're basically just D and D 3.5. That's Pathfinder. Yeah. Um, and then, but I mean, like, we've seen it before, though, with so many, like you were saying, how you like that cycle. But I feel like this is the one that actually pissed people off more than anything, because someone made the joke of you're, you're sliding in, like, rules and bylaws and other shit to a community that is so obsessed anyways with rules and bylaws and looking up all that stuff. So it was like, yeah. you fucked yourselves. You done did it. You thought you could do it because it was easy with the video game crowd because we don't read. We just press buttons. But to that community, D&D was like, uh-uh-uh. No, no, we scour over the rules, motherfucker. Like, we know this shit like no one else does. So how's about you go fuck yourselves? And I feel like this is the only one where the, the buck actually stopped. Because how many times do you see it where it's like, oh, well, we just think that it's good for the pride and accomplishment. Remember with the loot box controversy? But guess what? There's still that shit in games. There's still that bullshit of season passes. There's still the bullshit of the fucking battle pass stuff. Nothing changed. You just still greed. Yeah. But this one where they had to backtrack and say, oh, no, throwing people under the bus. Like they really did panic and try to, like, scoot well, themselves into money. the corner. They lost a lot yeah. of money. Campaigns came up. Uh, not D&D Beyond, but D&D Be Gone. That whole bullshit where they were like, drop your subscriptions, people, where the website crashed because of how many people unsubscribed. And then they even went so far as to hide the unsubscribe bullshit from the people so they couldn't do it. It's like, yeah, no, that's what got them on their fucking toes. Money talks. They wanted more. They lost it. And that's really stupid because it's funny. I even told you this. That's really bold doing this right before your fucking movie comes out called Dungeons and Dragons. Mm Mm-hmm. And I saw a preview for it on Instagram. It had a bunch of comments. I'm like, oh, I'll meander down through here. Oh, let's see what they say with the community. And I'm sure it was a very first one. Bold move. Trying to do this bullshit. (laughs) I'm like, oh, this movie's going to. I don't think it looks good. I wouldn't go watch it. They already had a D&D movie. Then it wasn't good. From the 90s, right? Yeah. It's just not. You can't do it. You can't do it. Unless it was a whole thing at the end of it where they snap to the fucking, at the end of the movie, they snap to the real life and everyone's sitting around a table like, all right, same time next week. Like, the only way it would be, be good. good. That'd be a good TV show, though, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. that's, it's almost like the, what is that fucking horror show on, was it Nickelodeon? Are You Afraid of the Dark? It's where they're around the campfire. Could be. I never watched it because I'm, I'm a hour? pussy. So. That is sure you are. Even though it's for children. Are you afraid of it? That sounds I right. I didn't anyway. watch it, bro. You'd think I was going to watch What the fuck? 
<laughs> Anyways. That's what probably was. I saw one episode of some fucking thing, some swamp monster eating all the kids on a fucking floating raft. And I was like, I'm not watching this shit ever again. Goosebumps really got you, huh? <laughs> R.L. Stein's your, your greatest threat. Young me, for sure. For sure. I fucking love those books. They're so good. I didn't like the slappy one, but... Maybe well, you your farts or you're going outside after this goddamn girl. Your farts are getting fucking ripe. Fuck, gonna... Jesus. Oh, but the show, bro, start off with them all being like huddled around, kind of like because that's how whatever the show is. I don't remember. I got a what? They'd be called? around a campfire, and then it'd be like, then they start telling scary stories. So if you did the D and D thing, you all be around, and then boom, you start from there. You could do a different one that you should. That's I have to watch it. Um, I I'm familiar with the actual campaign, but I have I have yet to see Vox Machina on Amazon because that was a Critical Role campaign that they did. They did a they did a, a like hundreds of episodes of these very well known voice actors gathered around a table with with Matt Mercer as the DM, and they're just going through this grand adventure. And yeah, she's outside. She wants to go outside now, but um. Anywho, Matt Mercer led this, this this cast of characters, and then they made it into a TV show, which is Vox Machina. And I've heard from several of my friends that you know they're big D and D heads, and they're like, "Yeah, no, this is actually good." And I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll have, to, I'll have to give it a shot." I haven't because you know, like I said, I, I'm familiar with the with the original creation, so I'm like, "Meh," like you know, I've, I've, I know what it's about, so I'm not gonna, I'm not in any rush to go see it. But same thing. That's like the one time D and D actually came through because they had a whole campaign to base it off of. Versus like just random shit. Versus just trying to put in all the tropes to make it a D and D show or a D and D movie. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, no, actually do a campaign. Like what was it? A Harmontown is a animated thing that they they do Harmon Quest. Yeah, that's what it was. Harmon Quest. We're fucking the guy from Rick and Morty. It, Dan Harmon in community, yeah, Dan Harmon. He he just hosts a and D game, and everyone fucking has their own bullshit, and they get to, and they animate it, and then you see all the shenanigans and stuff. So, sorry, I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. But yeah, actually make the campaign, like do the campaign, and then put whatever happens to that into a creation versus making a creation, trying to piece together what a campaign would sound and look like. Like that's not how it works. Yeah, I, I just right now I was checking to make sure because they had somebody from Rick and Morty got in trouble for whooping yeah, their just, wife. Yeah, Justin Roiland, I think. Right? Yeah, so I was just making sure it wasn't him because I was like, ooh. But, I mean, I don't like him. I don't like any person, anyways, from those things besides Sarah Chalk, who was at Scrubs. But anyway, very, very underrated show. Mm-hmm. I was trying to explain the premise to Dylan. I'm like, it's funny but sad. <laughs> Scrubs. <laughs> oh, Scrubs, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's one of my. I I, I want to rewatch it now that we're talking know, about it. But I don't know what it's on. I want to watch it. I think too. it's on Hulu, but Hulu yeah. did take out a couple episodes because of fucking political controversy. But God, those those were the days, bro. Yeah, I I mean somewhere either at home or in at my old home or this home, I have like DVD box sets of seasons of Scrubs. So you know if I have to. Dig those out. I will. But no, no, no. You're not going down there to poop. No, I'm taking you out soon. Okay, stop it. Well, we hit an hour twenty. I mean, anything else you want to 
we kind of I know the D&D shit's kind of old, but we just kept bringing it up and we kept forgetting to talk about it. Yeah, it's bullshit. I'm I'm glad we get to see though when a community actually bands together, shit happens. Versus all the times in video games where you got the community that don't talk to each other because they're all either playing Madden, Call of Duty, or some other bullshit, and they're not paying attention to the actual bigger picture stuff. Because you know how many people that are casual gamers, and I try to bring up all this other stuff, they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, fuck, you don't pay yeah. attention that much. But also, like to me, battle passes aren't that bad. Like a battle pass, because it's not mandatory. You don't need it. But loot boxes, depending on the game, you know, you're doing... Madden Ultimate Team, you're fucked. You're spending some money, some dinero, baby, or you're spending impossible amount of hours just to get a good team. But I mean, the same thing with battle passes, where it's like, oh, okay, like you pay us money and you do this thing, and you could unlock these things early right now, or you could not have access to any of this stuff because you didn't pay us, and you still have to fucking grind through to get to well, someone. Brandon Herrera, he's a a gun tuber. He did a very funny like, uh, this is how the upgrade system works in call of duty where it's like, Oh, you got to start off with this rifle and then you got to get to level 21. And then when you get to that, you got to get to 21 with this rifle. And then after you get oh, to that, yeah. then you'll get this rifle. Also you, because you want to use this rifle and it's like bullshit. So you're still having to spend hours upon hours and trial and error and getting the kills and doing this and doing that just to use the fucking shit that you want to use versus yeah, but- you pay us money yeah. though now and you could use it whenever you like, <laughs> like fuck you. Fuck you and all your fucking corporate greed bullshit. They did change that. They used to not be like that. Like, you'd have to be... Your character would have to be a certain level to unlock the guns. Not all these other... Like, you know, let's say you unlock this gun at level 30. Well, that's really not that much if you're fucking winning games and shit. But, yeah, it's definitely... Some of the... Like, the Rainbow Six one, that we started playing Rainbow Six again, it's not that bad. Like it's mostly it's all cosmetic shit. It's not like ooh, if you do this, like this battle pass is for the you know a certain gun. It's for a certain skin, and a certain. I think if you finish it all the way, you might get. I think the new character is cheaper instead of paying twenty five k. I think it's a little bit cheaper. Right. I'm not sure, but it's really not that hard if I can get through it. Right. This just depends on the company. Like Madden, I will never buy another Madden because they're always broken. The franchise mode, which I love to play, is always dog shit, and it's just I'm tired of spending. I don't even buy it at full price. The last one I bought was forty five bucks. That's the, almost half off. The gun customization in Call of Duty now is so advanced. Where I love it because I love fine tuning shit so much. Like I'm a fucking gunsmith nut, bro. Like every time I get to customize shit in games, I'm spending hours at a time just customizing shit, making it look like the way I want to look, and this and that, blah blah blah. But in Call of Duty. You have to do so much shit to unlock all those things. Like, yeah, you could have base rifle, and that's whatever. But you want to have the better fire. You want to have the better fire rate. You want to have the better damage drop off. You want to have the better this, the different scopes, whatever the fuck. You're spending hours in game. You have to earn it with kills or do this challenge or this or that. And some of it's like stupid asinine shit where it's like, okay, do you want to sit through that or do you just want to give us money and you could get it right now? Like, I've I've stopped playing Warzone. I don't know if it's how bad it is to that extent i know the old one yeah you'd have to level up your gun to unlock the perks but it was never a pay-to-win thing and the fact that they feel like adding shit like that is kind of shitty but then again microsoft is trying to buy them so they're probably doing the same shit uh bethesda did with fallout 76 
microtransactions. Please pay us so we look better and we get more money from Microsoft. Please. For instance, I'm going to give you, for instance, of Insurgency Sandstorm. It's, it was a PC release years ago, and now it's it got a port to consoles. And when you start off, doesn't matter what level you are. It, you have to level up to unlock the classes. But right from the get-go, rifleman class, that's like it gives you access to a fuck ton of, of guns. But you have access to every gun. You have access to every gun, every goddamn attachment. Every, you don't have to fucking pay them for anything. That's how it should be done. You work off of credits in that game, where when you log on and you don't, and you have the, I, for PvP it's 15, for PvE it's 20. And so, like, the more well known stuff is going to cost more, but at the same time, it does not like you have to pay actual money for that. It's just credits, of course, in terms of like, okay, I have 20 credits to make this loadout, which means what am I bringing along for, for body armor? Because that's going to, cost you a credit if you have like the light carrier that's one credit you want an ammo carrier too that's another credit you want to bring grenades along uh those are two credits or one credit depending on if they're lethal versus non-lethal gas mask is a credit night vision goggles is a credit up to three if you get like the all screen versus like just the the circular tube of it mm-hmm. um but for instance all right m4a1 everyone knows what that gun is it's it's the the fucking standard of the fucking military since the fucking 80s and shit. So you got the M4A1, that's five credits. All right. You want to put a sight on it? That's one extra credit. You want to put on a grip? That's another credit. You want to put on a laser sight? That's two credits. So you're spending, so that's that's where your whole shit's going into. Versus, and your sidearm, what sidearm, how many credits is that going to be? So that's what it matters. How are you going to play to balance that shit out and make it a decent loadout? Versus, oh, okay. I have to play this game for literally 80 hours and get. X amount of kills and do X amount of weapon challenges just so I could get a better version of this scope because I'm using because I'm stuck having to use iron sights until I it's like fuck that shit I hate it I'm yeah, sorry always, I'm I'm, I'm it's always been like that to an extent I'm using this as a position of bitch but your bully pulpit yeah the uh the thing about it though is what they try to do is if you if you get the actual game so whichever one just came out Modern Warfare two two uh if you get that game you can use those same guns in multiplayer and unlock them faster because multiplayer is quicker you boom 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 in and out that's why i don't even play call of duty because they took away well they haven't brought rebirth back which is a very quick version of warzone and if they bring that back i'll start playing it again but i'm not going to sit down and play 30 to 45 minutes of one Warzone game just to get, you know, a little bit of XP or I just, I don't have the time. Like maybe me four years ago would have been like, oh, I'll stay up till three in the morning playing it. But now I'm like, I don't fucking want to do that shit. Yeah. Having to explain that to people is tiring because you got people that are just so hardcore and like, oh, it's not that bad. Like my buddy, Ryan. I love Ryan to death, but he's just so wrapped up in call of duty right now that he he sees all my complaints like you're a pussy i don't want to fucking hear it shut up your opinion does not matter because you're a pussy i'm like thank you that's a real great way of having a fucking open conversation about how this fucking bullshit is ruining gaming so like but i do think it is them trying to get their numbers up for the microsoft deal yeah. yeah i got blocked but there's no standing i microsoft's gonna get their their shitty companies which by the way i was lying to sam telling him that ubisoft is a part of uh 
Activision. I'm like, dude, you don't know they bought them, dog. <laughs> He's like, really? <laughs> like, you're lying to me. I'm like, I would never lie to you, Sammy boy. You're so, like, yep, just spoon feeding them a pile of horse shit. Yeah, that's why he never believes me when I tell him shit. Yeah, but I mean, I besides that, I don't got anything else to bitch about. I'm I'm glad. Wizards of the Coast is getting their comeuppance. I'm glad uh, they're changing their shit around because we decided no. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm 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 happy to see that people are starting to be like, all right, let's start move away because this is starting to get too big. Let's start to make our own stuff. Let's not be reliant on this system to fucking do what we want to do. Let's just make our own shit and fuck everyone else. And I'm liking that now because that's what this whole podcast yeah. was fucking started for. That's what my whole fucking new mindset is. Like, why am I going to wait for them to do what I want them to do when I know they have my interests so far removed from what they ever want as their interests? So that should be the bigger message to take away from this whole thing. Start your own shit, people. Do your own thing. Fuck. Every, like, eat the rich. No, I'm not saying that. But <laughs> like, like, fuck, but seriously, though, fuck them. Like, they're so wrapped up. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about me. All they care about is how much money they're going to fucking siphon out of us. Because yeah. there's not enough that they, no matter how much money they get, it's not enough. They could have every single dollar in the fucking world in their bank account. It won't be enough for them. They're always going to want more. Yeah. They always think they can do better when it's like. Which I understand from a bit, like when you just look at numbers, you're always like, okay, yeah. But that's why there is a problem when you just bring in CEOs from fucking Walmart to be, you know, whatever for a company that doesn't deal in just numbers. Like D&D, video games, these are art and people have personal connections to Fallout, to all this other shit that if you fuck it up, you're spurning. Like, yeah, okay, you're going to get new fans. I'd never understood that. Like, pro, pro wrestling used to be like that, where they just didn't give a shit about the old stuff. It was, like, very kiddie. And it'd be like, okay, well. You know, shit like yeah. that all the time. And it would you just lost all these People who have been fans since, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin fucking was whooping ass. And now yeah. they're just like, no, it's not for me. I'm not going to watch. I used to be a oh, diehard then, then you what, People doing ladder matches for custody rights to their kids. Like, you know, that, that, that was a that was a lovely yeah. time in wrestling as well. That's great. I do. I grew up on that shit. That's probably why my sense of humor is so fucked. Vince McMahon. <laughs> Ape walking down the fucking yeah. runway. Just like. You're fired. It's like, all right, yeah, this is it. This is how a boss and employee interact. He makes his females act like dogs, and then his wife kicks him in the balls of WrestleMania. Like, and then she runs for office. Yeah, yeah, and loses twice. Mm-hmm. She's just raining Florida dog. I don't know why the fuck they're trying to win in Connecticut. Well, because they live here, so that's why. No. He's not CEO anymore. He's she's, in trouble. She's, she's not as ambitious as the Clintons and moved to a whole different fucking state to try to consolidate. Just run as a Democrat. Be like, yeah, fuck Trump. And people are like, you're a billionaire, but you're cool. <laughs> that's how it would be. I mean, yeah, that's I, if anything, this world has gotten so absurd, you could see how to manipulate it. Yeah, it's gotten to that point where if I I want to if I I could do whatever the fuck I want to literally I could go out and shoot a million people in the fucking head but it's say I'm doing it because I love the Democrats and they'll be like oh okay it's literally how fucking far gone people have become from any sort of rationality any sort of sense of actual like how the fuck 
things actually are. And if you just say, oh, I'm with this, people are just going to say, okay, that's fine. Let's not have a fucking bullshit. This is probably all get cut out, but I don't care. But like, let's just have a whole fucking thing, but we'll have fucking hours, or not even hours, just have fucking millions of, yeah, I'm trying to say people, millions of people that are going to gather in a certain event, and it's for, let's say, Donald Trump, and it's, oh, these people are terrorists, but we'll have a million people gather for a Black Lives, Black Lives Matter rally, and then, no, no, these people are saints during the middle of COVID. And it's like, no, no, this doesn't make any fucking sense anymore. Fuck it. I know how the, I know how the system works. I know how to manipulate it. This is how dumb it's getting. Yeah, I mean, nobody, uh, I mean, my politics are, I'm, I would say I'm more I'm libertarian. i to go back on meds. This is bullshit. I'm flipping out again. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, yeah. I mean, it's always people are, it's that my side can't do wrong and it must be everybody else because I can't be wrong without actually, like, there's shitty people on both sides. Like, yeah. Nobody's. Both sides are horrible. I can't do it anymore. If if you are still a person that says, no, my side, no, no, I'm not talking to you because you don't understand yet that none of them care. Another another emergency alarm? I guess. I didn't even know I set that one. Nice. Stealth alarm. Make sure I'm really up this time. But, yeah, it's just, that's how it is in all aspects. So, even in art, you see that now. It's like people, I wrote about this in one of my classes. That I feel like people just abandoned religion and are making new things their religion. Yep. Like, this is my crusade. And it's, I you see it in everything, whether it's like, I'm not being a dick, but trans rights, right? There are some people who are, like, there's a guy who's like threatening, uh, JK Rowling, Rowling, however the fuck you say her last name. Yeah. Harry Good Potter sh- lady. Yeah. Harry Potter lady, spooky witch lady. They're like, they're doing some rally in the UK and he's implying that somebody should commit an act of, uh, n- not goodery <laughs> to, to the, March or whatever the fuck they're doing. And it's just one of those where it's like, okay, so you've taken your ideology and it's that serious now where he's just, he's not a trans person. He's just a quote ally who's it. I mean, most of it is just narcissists trying to get like that fucking pat on the back from their own community. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you've taken And there are people on the other side who take their, I mean, I'm just going to say this. If you look at the people who go to all these conservative parties, they don't live conservative lifestyles when they go nope. out to these fucking TPUSA balls and like, oh, I wonder where so and so. They're just they're they're bought and sold by fucking they're, lobbyists and corporations. It's yeah, all it is. They're people. They're people, and they'll sit there and tell you that you shouldn't have sex before marriage or all or this other shit. And they'll also tell you that your gas stoves are killing the country and are dangerous. Some other bullshit. Fuck them all. Yeah. Well, they matter. are there. Doesn't matter what Yeah. You don't Tactical need- <laughs> assault stoves, people. Be on the yeah. fucking lookout. They can I cook fucking eight- hate what this world's come to, bro. They can cook 8,000 pots a minute. You didn't know that? Oh, yeah. Fuck. We got to stop them. Those are those are numbers that are direct. We got to cut those numbers down to zero. Well, you did see the video where they're like, where they showed Elizabeth Warren, AOC, uh, was it? Uh, what the fuck's her name? She was former Speaker of the House. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, Pelosi. They all have gas stoves. AOC says something like it can damage your brain. It's, dude, why would you say that on Twitter? Because you know the first thing he's going to be like, is that what happened to you? Yeah, like, right? This, why, they're so why, disconnected. You're just setting them up for home runs. Like, There's going to be a reply guy who's like, nice gutter. 
<laughs> and he's gonna get like two thousand followers from that. It's like you guys are fucking dumb, bro. Well, at the same time though, it's all a game to get you and me to stand at different parts of the aisle and to yell it and to yell at each other versus for us to come together and say, wait, 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 we're on the same team because they hate us. And we need to look at who's actually the one that's fucking taking us out. I mean, I'm in a constitution class right now. I have to take it. Yeah. Very interesting. What they talk about where they're like, Oh yeah, the whole design of the constitution, you realize how perverted it is now where you're not supposed to be represented by people who, aren't you like it the design is so that these families like the bushes and clintons don't get to fucking weasel their way into power and stay in there for decades on end like if you the framework of the constitution is so perverted that it's like oh i wish i lived under this system they say i do but i don't (laughs) like it's wild yeah and anyone who points that out ends up dead so when this goes out and everyone in Ashburn that's right in D.C. that are FBI listeners, they're going to be like, all right, they finally figured it out. They're going to send a hit squad to my fucking house tomorrow. I'm probably not going to make the next episode because I'm I'm finally fed up with this whole fucking system. And I'm like, you know what? I want peace. I want people to love each other. Nope. Fucking take those words out of this fucking head because those can't be allowed to fucking perpetuate people's minds. No, no. Fuck that shit. I can be bought, though. I'll tote the line. Yeah, no, I I I know for a fact when this whole bullshit finally comes crumbling down, I'm going to be one of the first people that they're going to find, line me up against the fucking wall and execute my ass because I'm not going to stand for it anymore. And to be quite frank, I'm looking forward to it, all right? Because fuck everything else these days. I'm fucking sick and tired of living in this fucking bullshit. Yeah. I did tell you. The only reason why I, I don't fucking blow my own fucking head off is because I ain't a fucking quitter. <sighs> Sorry, everybody. That's my little two cents. It's not right, and I'm just pissed off, and I'm angry. I need to go back on sort of some sort of calming medication, but still, that's gay. Yeah, right. So fucking fed up with the world. God damn it! No, see, that's how they get you. They get you on the medication, and then they're like, "You ever been to a mall?" (laughs) (laughs) You should go there. Scope it out. Then some girl starts messaging you for no reason. Like, very attractive girl honeypots your ass, being like, yeah, you're right, we should overcome the government. <laughs> super cool, oh, woo, do this shit. Yeah, no, I'm done. Fucking can't. That's why I love saying that I am not political anymore, because I really, I, I had to tune all that shit out. Yeah. Like, it's, this is, right, this level of insanity right here is, like, my calm. Because when I was paying attention to all that shit, it was out the fucking root. Like, I couldn't do it. Like, god damn. Yeah. I mean, I always see... It's funny. I'm not a real left-leaning person. I do understand, like, when they're like, Medicare for this, this, and that. I'm like, I'm open to it. Like, sure, if I didn't have to pay any more money and you just stopped giving all our money away and that went to Medicare, I'd be okay with that for everybody. Hey, we weren't given fucking Ukraine kajillion dollars for a war they're going to end up losing. And I stand by that. When they lose that war and everybody who's like, no, bro, Russia's going to lose. They're losing, bro. When Russia fucking curb stomps them again in the spring. I want I want some fucking apologies. All right. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's just. I look at this and I'm like, dude. 
I, I know I don't know what I'm talking about, but I know some of these fucking people are, you definitely don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Because I know more than you, and you're just saying whatever the fuck you see on TV. Yep, you just regurgitate whatever fucking MSNBC or CNN or Fox News or whatever the fuck fucking tells you to say. Because it's a 24-hour news cycle, that's all about we gotta keep people watching, so we're gonna fucking say more outlandish shit to get more views, and it doesn't fucking matter any yep. goddamn more what they tell you, it's all fucking spin. I wrote about that in that essay yesterday because we were doing worldviews. So we were comparing – the reason why it took me so long is I didn't understand a fucking question where it's like, yeah, describe the Christian and the evolutionist worldview. It's like, okay, one believes in evolution, one believes in fucking Christianity, like whatever. But then it's like go into detail in your own personal worldview and how it affects your daily life. And the first thing I wrote is worldviews – I don't really fucking remember the exact word, but I played into the use example of left and right in America. If you're right wing, you're going to watch more pro America news like Fox News and OAN. If you're left wing, you're going to watch more socially aware news like CNN, MSNBC, and whatever the fuck else. They have. Not to mention that your algorithm's going to feed that shit on a constant intravenous drip 24 7. And I wrote, they placate already to your held beliefs, and if not, they try to nudge you into believing completely what they believe. Like, if you go on Fox News and you're like, "Hmm, yeah, I don't know, Medicare for All is not that bad, and we should, you know, it's okay supporting the troops, but we shouldn't be the world police. Which, ironically, is funny, because, like, Tucker Carlson has that belief. Maybe not the healthcare, but he's anti-interventionist. Which used to be a left-wing fucking thing. Like I, my politics, I probably would have been left wing in the fucking nineties because it's like, all right, yeah, I don't care, just leave me alone, stop bombing people. You know, fucking everybody forgets Bill Clinton blew up a fucking what was it, a pharmaceutical factory in fucking Eastern Europe. Not to mention, is responsible for the deaths of thousands of civilians. So, well, I mean, he also that. When he blew up that building, I think it was a pharmaceutical building that they just blew it up for no reason. It was right after some little dress got dropped. <laughs> so, so everyone's like, yeah, he did that to distract the fucking news for like, I'll commit a war crime so you don't find out about my horny boy fucking shit. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Gotta love it. I know we're getting political now, but I guess we can wrap it up. You gotta. Yeah, wrap it up before they send the team to my house. Like, come on, yeah. let's go. All right, go ahead. Those goes. All right. Everybody, <laughs> that has been another episode of, well, not really anime autopsy. This is actually like a TV show autopsy. So, right? Because we're not doing Weeb Wednesdays anymore. We're doing anime autopsy. So we can't, we can't say it's Weeb Wednesday or Western Wednesday. It's just content it's, Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, just Wednesday. Right? So... Hopefully everyone's going to be doing well and hopefully they're going to still tune in after hearing these two crazy crackpot fucking psychopaths talk about their world beliefs. So yeah, yeah there's that. We love you folks and mm-hmm. we will catch you next time. We'll come back with, well, we got anime to watch. So we're probably going to do, cause what last of us only took up like an hour. If we actually like sit down and figure out how we're going to, dissect the episode sure. they'll take about an hour tops and then the rest of it will just be us ranting about bullshit maybe other anime stuff so we'll try to get that thing going but yeah. that's next next week i'll finish gate okay uh 
I'll completely finish it so we can talk about that. I mean, just start Attack on Titan, I guess, slowly. I mean, I think we got two weeks, really. And you don't have to finish it. I mean, well, fuck, I don't even know how long Last of Us is going to be, but we could do a double thing of just, like, doing an update where you are on Attack on Titan. Like, next week, we'll just do Gate, or I don't know, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Whatever. It'll be good. I'm going to start the music right now. It's going to slowly right now. now. And, 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 and uh, anywho. So, <laughs> love you guys. We'll check in next time. Peace out. Later. Later.